travels come with a seven-year unlimited kilometre warranty. Sadly, for our boss, JB doesn't. JB for breakfast. For country autos travel. It's new car thinking. 92.9. Time to get slightly snobby with letters from Townworth. Ten past seven, letters from Tamworth time. We'll find out what's going on in our sister city of Tamworth, Staffordshire. Morning, Tony. Good morning. How are you? Very good, very good. So here we go. We get mail very quick. What we got today? Uh, So a Tamworth woman was left horrified after finding dangerous weapons while litter picking near some soccer fields in Bowl Hall. They've got soccer fields written down here as well. So they've obviously translated it for us because they'd usually say football fields. Yeah, that's a different so one. thank you very much for that, Tamworth Herald. Uh, Ethan O'Brien, I think that's how you say it. Ethan O'Brien made the shock discovery of a knife, a hammer and chains wrapped up in a T-shirt near the, uh, the soccer grounds. She contacted the police but was told to dispose of the items herself. What? She said, yeah, she said... I walked up by there as I could see something black which I thought was a bag. I got <laughs> I got me litter probe and I just couldn't believe it when a knife, a hammer and a great big dog chain fell out from the shirt. You know what I mean? I'm never going to be able to have a Friday without your accents. <laughs> no. <laughs> I went out of my way to tell the police, right? I called 101. Is, is that their emergency number, 101? It must be. Must be. Yeah. Called, never had to call it. Called 101. And I was on the phone for at least 40 minutes or so waiting to be answered. And they told me to just throw it out. You know what I mean? A spokesperson from the Staffordshire Police said uh, a review of lost property uh, recording was signed off by the National Police Chiefs Council in February 2009, which stated that the public are encouraged to retain items except under certain circumstances where the police will accept the property this was not under those guidelines. So that's why we told her to dispose of the items. I love that the police chief is Australian, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Do I be... Re- no, it's um, fine. You don't a, have to a go review, A review of the lost property recorded was it's signed right. off. You know I what I mean? We got it. <laughs> that's me big... My big... Police, big police inspector voice. <laughs> it's a fat controller from <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> Um, I've got, oh, I've got another police to read now. Okay, I've got another one. Us, so maybe. this is this is the Tamworth Chief Inspector Paul Talbot. He said he was looking into the incident. He said, "If police find knives and weapons, we would be great." See, not quite as deep as the other guy because this guy's just the chief inspector. The right. other guy, he was a bigger up the chain, smaller badge. So yeah, smaller <laughs> badge. That's, um, uh, Paul Talbot, he said, if people find knives and weapons, we would be grateful if they could contact us. If they are then if they are then told to dispose of them, we would be grateful if they could put them in the knife bin. Insane. They've got a knife bin? What? I feel like this must be a regular occurrence. To have a knife, like a bin specifically for knives means that people are finding knives... All over the soccer parks. This is crazy. They've got a knife bin. It's at a church. This is, like, seriously concerning. I'm really glad this is not our Tumworth. No. <laughs> They've got a knife bin at St. Edna's Church. What do they... Do they recycle? We need to find out more about the knives. Yeah, do I, they I think we're going to write that one down and get in contact char- with them. Charity. 
Do you reckon they, like, clean the knives, sanitise them and then give them out to people? How do you even come up with creating a or having, bin. establishing a knife bin? I like, don't know. It's different to, like, a syringe bin. Yeah. Like, why, why is there any necessary reason to have a knife just randomly? Yeah. This is great. Unless it's a knife and syringe bin, you wouldn't want to be the guy going through that, would you? Think no. of the danger in that. That's a dangerous <laughs> job. One of the most dangerous jobs Some in Tamworth, Staffordshire, going through the knife bin at the church. Chainmail gloves. <laughs> <laughs> they've got they've got thousands of years of those from all their knights that they can steal the so much armor for, off. So much for latex. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Crazy. Anyway, that's the latest from Tamworth. For Country Autos Havel, new car thinking. See Nathan and the team at Country Autos, Bridge Street, West Tower to test drive the whole Havel range. JB for breakfast on 92.9. Snake. 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 So we head to Queensland. Surprise, surprise for this story because the snakes, like, they don't hibernate in Queensland, I don't think. They're just out like 24-7, 365. Better make sure we leave today if we're going to Queensland. <laughs> yeah. We won't be getting in tomorrow. <laughs> no, that's it, exactly. Uh, a four-month-old Tonkinese kitten named Jethro was attacked by a two-metre carpet python Aww. that grabbed him by the head as he explored the backyard of his Gold Coast home. That Earlier is on in the week. Horrific. Look, the kitten's doing okay. Oh, it's all right. Yeah, the kitten's. Yeah, no, he's he's all good. He's kicking on. He's used, he's got eight lives left now. Jethro, what a little legend! Yeah, how did he get out of that one? So the snake began crushing the kitten's body before Jethro's owner managed to pry off the snake. He got in there with his bare hands and went oi, and just Bruh. not for dinner. Bit of that one. Not yep. today, Snake. Not today. Just ripped it off. Just no, no thought at all into this one. It was just instinct straight away from Jethro's owner. Probably has a fear of snakes most of the other time, but when it's getting your four-month-old kitten, you're just straight in there. Wooshka. I'm going to be honest. I hate snakes so much that I probably would have just stood there and screamed. Yeah? It, that wouldn't have helped the kitten. I know. And that's what makes me feel like yeah. a terrible... <laughs> Terrible pretend owner. Yes. Uh, The owners took him to a nearby vet and he was all good. He he suffered a fracture in his front leg and some bite marks, but that's pretty much it. They they say he's going to make a full recovery. Uh, And he was given some fluids. Uh, He's been shaved around the bike marks and cleaned to prevent infection as well as undergoing some surgery to fix a fracture. There's a lot of detail in this story about the recovery of the kitten. kitten. There's a lot there. Look, there's a lot about Jethro the kitten in this story, not a lot about the snake. So I don't know what happened there. I wonder uh, if the snake slithered off okay. Probably. Or if he got... Uh, maybe the cat bit the snake. You never know. You I don't, don't know. I don't know that would do much, right? Pythons have pretty, got a pretty thick yes. skin. Yeah, and this is a four-month-old kitten, so you never know. The, the snake season, it says here in this story usually begins around October or November, but warmer weather had it starting around September last year. Well, I mean, we're in early August now. We've already got them slithering around the place. I don't think they hibernated this year from the sounds of this. We reported on a snake story, remember, only about a month ago in in June. It's getting warmer, people. It's getting warmer. It is. Yesterday, minus five. Today, 15 degrees higher. Yeah. Explain that. Riddle me that, JB. <laughs> All Havels come with a seven-year unlimited kilometre warranty. 
Sadly, for our boss, JB doesn't. JB for breakfast. The Country Autos have all. It's new car thinking. 92.9. Find out what's going on locally, nationally and internationally. The McDonald's coffee break. We're going to head internationally for this one. Uh, we're looking for something a bit fun today for the Macca's break for a Friday. Nothing too serious here. We're heading to, is it South Korea? Correct. South Korea to wouldn't discuss it, cereals. Wouldn't be too weird and wonderful if it was North <laughs> no. Korea, to be honest. Uh, so I don't don't think they've got cereal in North Korea, would they? They'd be very lucky oh to get anything uh, at all there. So, anyway, moving on to the Wood fun stuff. Or something. Yeah. A very popular cereal brand uh, had a competition about 16 years ago yeah, in Korea. Right. And you're wondering, 16 years, why yeah. are we talking about it now? Well... They had this competition for a new flavour of cereal. So they had to do all these advertising promos and they had two characters to go along with it. So there was Checky, the Mm. chocolate little cereal man. And then there was Chaka, the green onion cereal man. Right? Yeah. So already you're thinking... Green onion. Exactly. So obviously when they started this campaign, they had originally thought, oh, well, obviously chocolate's going to win with an overwhelming vote. And they put it out to a public vote. No. And our sneaky little Mr. Chaka, yeah. he got an overwhelming amount of votes and then they came out and said that it was like, this is like a Trump thing. Yeah. They came Trump out and they were like... Trump even thought about running for presidency. Exactly. Maybe this is where he's taken it from. Oh. They were like, it's all like, you know, false voting. It mm. was online. It's fraudulent. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And so they basically just like cancelled a whole bunch of votes and made Checky the Chocolate the winner. Yeah, right, even though he wasn't the winner. Even though he didn't get the most yeah, votes. Because right. it was like publicly updating votes. Yeah. They said that people were fraudulent and all of this kind of stuff. Yeah. So it was a big controversy back in 2004. And basically for the next, the, like the 16 years up until now, people have been like constantly getting momentum behind this hashtag pray for Chaka. <laughs> The green yeah, onion right. cereal. Yeah. Anyway, so now they, they decided, you know what, they didn't realise how much people really yeah. wanted this green cereal, this green onion cereal. So what they did was they put out a little expression of interest for people to do some taste tests. Yeah. And they were going to do like a limited option. Well, they only needed 50 taste testers. Yeah. They got almost 15,000 people apply. Wow. And they've now done a limited release of green onion flavoured Mr. Chaka cereal. That sounds disgusting. That would be, <laughs> it would be 16 years and then to get let down at the end, I think. You'd be pushing for this. You'd be going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want the guy to win over the chocolate man. Yeah. So and apparently it's sold try out. It and it'll be gross. It's sold out in like a day. Yeah. All over Korea. Yeah. And they said they will do another release. And if it has continuously, you know, yeah. good sales, they're going to make it a permanent cereal. Has, uh, has there been any um, third-hand accounts, first-hand accounts from people that have tried it and said it tastes good? So apparently it's a little mild. They yeah, wanted right. it to be a bit better. They wanted uh, it to be a bit see, stronger onion. A, see, there's the letdown. But to me, that You've been sounds waiting like... 16 years and you get let down. That sounds like the cereal brand is still not giving yes, the people what, what they, they want. want. Yeah, exactly right. That's it. And that is a warning out there to everyone. You let the people vote. Yeah. This is a win for democracy right yeah. here. That, see, this this story's got everything that you, you know and love. The 
the crap thing that you expect not to win, kind of like Bodie McBoatface. Such an Aussie ends up winning. story. Yeah. Underdog for the win. And then they finally get something where they can easily get out the message, a.k.a. social media comes along five years later, although they probably Korea had it in 2004, but anyway. <laughs> and then they've used it, you know, they could have done it for good things, but no, to get this cereal made. And then now with COVID-19, they've finally gone, you know what, we'll make it and people don't didn't really want it anyway from I the, mean from the sounds of it yeah there's it's sold out immediately oh, yeah, the limited release the curiosity factor <laughs> that's the thing it's like all of those limited flavors people yeah, the vegemite flavored chocolate that's sold out how many people liked it yeah i'm going to i didn't try that one <laughs> Disgusting. I'm not sure. I love Vegemite, <laughs> but uh, I also love chocolate separately, of yes, course. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Thank you very much for that. Fantastic story. I don't know if letters from Korea will take off necessarily, but well, I like it. I I'm like to dabble on, in it. I'm going to stay on the yes, Mr. Chapman case and see how yes. he goes, if he becomes, you know, an, an ever-long character yeah. or if he's going to remain in that yeah. limited supply. I can't see it quite taking off like Toucan Sam or Frosty the Tiger or whatever his name was. Tony the Tiger from Frosties. I can't see Chucker Man taking off, but, you know, that's us. Hey, you need coffee right now to go with your green onion cereal? Get into Macca's. They've got you covered uh, with their absolutely fantastic 100% Arabica beans balanced to perfection. It really goes well with that green onion flavour. You can get in there now, south on Gunnagan Road, east on Mary Street and west on Bridge Street. For Country Autos Havel, new car thinking. See Nathan and the team at Country Autos, Bridge Street, West Townworth to test drive the whole Havel range. JB for breakfast on 92.9. So yesterday, Tony was telling me some of her exciting stories from her time working on cruise ships. And I had like a light bulb moment where I went, you know what, they need to make a reality show on what it's like working on a cruise ship. The behind the scenes escapades that go on, you know, there might have to be two versions of this, the adults only version and the kid friendly, you know, seven o'clock primetime version of the show. But the behind the scenes of working on a cruise ship, that is a reality TV show. We need to get the Kardashians or Ryan Seacrest or something like that on too to get that because I think oh, I'd watch it. I don't watch much reality TV shows, but I'd watch that because yeah. we've got rea- we got reality TV shows for everything. We've got the paramedics. We got the there was like a zookeeper one for a while there. We got the police. We got border security. There, I you think, know, I think there is a small show about um, like called Below Deck about uh, super yachts, oh, which yes. is like a very small crews of yeah. like you know twenty to fifty people. Uh, the major benefit of mm. a, a cruise liner one, even yeah, though maybe not now with Corona. No, no, no. Uh, is there's generally around a thousand crew yeah. on each ship, so it's like a little city. So it is just like any city has their drama. Yeah, they've got it on cruise ships too, but it's uh, you, it's like that times like mm. Bachelor in Paradise times mm. Big Brother. Yeah. you're in a confined space. You see people day in, day out. Yeah. You can't escape it. You you just can't remove yourself no. really from those kind of dramatic, no. intense yeah. situations. Yeah, that's it. Exactly, that's right. We asked the question, what do you what what careers would make amazing reality TV shows? What would you watch? It had some good ones. I think the life of a retail worker, I think that would be fantastic. You could call it like uh, 
a week how, of Karens or something like that. Yeah, how to you know? answer Karen politely. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. I like that. I reckon that'll be infuriating to watch. I love Mel's idea, weekends at Bunnings, and then there could be a follow-up show. You, have you seen the show Nailed It, where they try and make the cakes, the cakes and they compare? And they the absolutely pr- do not nail it at yeah. all. Yeah. Well, you then the follow-up show would be the people attempting the DIY projects and stuffing them up, like uh, an equivalent of nailed it. Yeah, like we all do. See, so relatable that show. Yeah, that's that's it. Cleaners. Yes. I was an office cleaner once. Some of the stuff that I'd seen in my time as an office cleaner, I can never remove from my head. So, office cleaner, definitely go onto our Facebook page. Marcus has written up quite a summary of what it's like to be a school cleaner up on our Facebook page. Read that and that image you get in your head, that is the reality TV show version of this that we're looking for. I met someone once who was a crime scene cleaner. Oh. And I was like, that is weird and interesting. Yeah. Like, you're... That's Sometimes the stuff we need potentially to in the middle of someone's home. Yeah. But then there's also like a weird crime scene to yeah. clean up. So it's like happy family photos Ooh. and something not yeah. so happy. Yeah, yeah, right. And finally, I don't know how I feel about this one, radio. And what goes on behind the scenes when the songs aren't playing. I feel like you kind of see that anyway sometimes on like, you know, people's social media yeah. channels and things yeah. like that. But uh, honestly, we're not doing much, are we? Making cups no, of coffee? No, not really. No, <laughs> not at all. I know, like, I know Kate, Tim and Marty, who are back from five, they quite often show videos of what happens when the songs are on. But, you know, they got a team of, you know, a small cruise liner working for them. Um, so they can just sit back and do funny videos while the songs are playing. We're very busy here while the songs are playing. Yes. So um, Shuffling papers, may- yeah. making coffee. That's it, exactly. Yeah. Uh, trying to collect sound effects, that kind of stuff. We're very busy, not quite exciting. Maybe Kate and Marty and the Kyle and Jackie O's are the ones that have to put that together. What careers would make great reality TV shows on our Facebook page? Get amongst that discussion right now. Read Marcus the Cleaner, and you'll never, ever want to do that job ever again in your life. Or, of course, 676 